where I can actually play the elevator music because I remember where the download is now. Relatively productive is one year old. Yeah, I cannot believe it's been one year. And for four, 14 episodes, 13 episodes, I guess. Is 14, in, is 14 part of season two or season one? I don't know. Do we have, do we even have seasons? Mm. I don't know. No, we don't we have, just have one I don't think. big flow of consciousness. <laughs> one long ramble that never <laughs> stops, basically. It's been a great year, I think. Well, no, it's been a rough year, but we managed to pull out 14 episodes. I don't know how we did, but we did. That's that's more than one episode a month. Yeah. That I think I can't even remember what we originally committed to. It's changed so much along the uh, best effort, yeah. I think, is what we committed to. <laughs> Yeah, it's like, there will be episodes eventually. <laughs> On a schedule. The schedule might not make sense, but there is a schedule. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, to another year, I guess. To yeah. 200 episodes. And exactly. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I saw that hashtag. I saw it and I was like, oh, oh, we said that, didn't we? <laughs> we did. We did. There's ample evidence for it. So it's going to have to happen. Okay. Let me Let me start looking at your links here. The method for organizing digital information. Want to tell me about para? Para? Yeah, so para. <laughs> <laughs> sure, sure. <laughs> Sorry, Afrikaans joke. Um, para is projects, areas, resources, and archives. Um, it's just a, a way of organizing digital data. So the idea is just basically that you have those four segments and you have that across all of your projects um sorry not all your projects but all of your digital um stuff yeah so your to-do list your folder structure your um everything you'll always have either all of them or some of them um so a project is a series of tasks linked to a goal with a deadline um we have spoken in the past about areas of responsibility. Yeah. So that's like a time tracking bucket and, and those kind of things. Um, so it's a sphere of activity with a standard to be maintained over time. And then a resource, it's just a topic or a theme of ongoing interest. And uh, archives is anything out of the other categories you just you don't care about anymore. You just want to archive it. This is also it kind of ties in with the, with the knowledge base stuff that I'm still researching yeah. which is i've now defined as a resource it's an ongoing <laughs> interest of mine okay. um whereas i've always tried to classify that as a project and it never quite gelled in my mind so this was something i came across and it's just a way to logically split things that makes a little bit more sense i guess it's it's just i've never made the distinction between a what's a project and what's just a resource, you know, like a reference resource. Mm. Um, so I've started in my systems to kind of think about that in a in a, a more clear manner and how do I distinguish between the two. So I don't follow this system to the T. Um, I just put it in there to scan through if you would, if you may be interested in in, in scanning through it. Just because it's, it's got some, it puts some things into words that I... Um, I haven't seen someone else um, describe in this manner um, for, for some of the stuff. And it's I just made some of the ways that I think about data uh, a bit more clearer in my mind. So yeah, it was just one of those refreshing reads that I came across. Um, I cannot vouch for this guy's entire system, I guess. He's <laughs> got like, he's selling stuff on the side as well. I didn't even look at that. Like I'm literally just talking about this one page where he outlined 
these four things the structure yeah 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 the structure of things um there was one thing in here that was actually pretty interesting that i so he says what most people find is that they don't completely match uh this is for for projects and goals yeah basically he says uh this is problematic because a project without a corresponding goal is known as a hobby (laughs) and i've never thought of it like that if you've got a project with no goal it's literally just a hobby. That is Because <laughs> you've got to be doing it for fun then. Ah, that's okay. <laughs> and the other thing is then if you've got a goal without a corresponding project, that's called a dream. Mm. So if you just have this goal and you're not planning something towards it, that's just a dream. I knew I had a dream. I just didn't know how to define it. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Kai. Yeah. Those two sentences and this thing kind of has also made made it worth a read for me. I was like, I've never thought of it that way. It's pretty pretty interesting if you think of it that way. It's very cool, <laughs> yeah. Definitely go read through the whole thing and make some sense out of it. I've never thought to define anything as a resource per se. Yeah. But it does make sense. Yeah, me neither. It does make a lot of sense because there's a lot of stuff that's, you know, might be related to a project. Yeah, yeah. It's project adjacent. Yeah, it's project ad- adjacent. Like you, it's just, research you know <laughs> it's literally all it is and um so i've started to think about how how that looks and then that got me into i, I got it further down in our um in our in our notes i think but i don't want to get into the whole personal knowledge management stuff today it's it's just too much but it got me into the train of pkbs and zettel customs and all of that stuff <laughs> and um it's a it's a mountain yep, yep. <laughs> big topic to take on eventually that is something we do need to discuss i, I can see so yeah there's so many going on here in this document yo do you want to get into automation next or do you want to get into um themes i think let's follow up with themes first and then then we can go to automation or we can leave the automation for the extravaganza part two I think we should do, a, yeah, I think we should do an extravaganza part two because I have a lot I want to discuss on okay, automation. Cool. Um, there's so many new tools that I found that I want to dig okay. into. Um, I don't know if you've checked out the stuff. I've checked out some of them, but not all of them. Okay, cool. Because there's some freaking cool stuff that I found um, that I did not, exer- like I didn't know they existed. And it takes Siri shortcuts to the next level. Like it is insane. Anyway... Let's get into themes. That's actually what we want to get into. Okay. So, so yearly themes for whoever didn't listen to the previous one or recap since it may or may not have been ages since you listened to it. Oh, you should insert a recap here because it's been so long ago. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe. Maybe this one came out before the other one. Who knows? (laughs) Uh, No, anyway. Where were we last time? So I asked you how to set a yearly theme and what makes a good theme. You explained to me how it works and how you approach it. In great detail for way too long. (laughs) That's totally fine. Um, And most importantly, I took away that a theme is not a goal, which is something I never really internalized until you explained it to me. And I went, aha. So I took that uh, and I took your process and I distilled it down as I do in my it needs to work on one page without any formatting style Mm -hmm. and I essentially came out with the year of notice which is my theme interesting what does that mean to you it has got three main plans or goals for the year in the year of notice which is to do with health 
which is to do with building meaningful relationships and one to do with being mindful of life and the small things. So the year of notice is sort of built on the idea of I was playing around with with the observation club last year and also the where I try to be mindful of negative thoughts and speaking. So it's, it's this year is going to be the combined effort of all of those little things over the past. And I'm going to try and formulate it into something more concrete in a way. Mm -hmm. I also set out a list of things I want to focus on in order to reach the plans or goals, of course. Um, Some of them, such as last year, I did the reading for an hour every day. I've turned that back to 30 minutes every day, but I want it to be more difficult content. So not just random books that I read because I'm interested in them, but things that challenge me or things that I wouldn't necessarily read. And I'm also not as strict on it has to be every day. If it's weekend and I don't feel like it, it's fine. I can skip it. I want to keep on running and going to the gym or swimming at least twice a week, which I've been really good with the past couple of months. I am trying to cook for myself, which sort of feeds into um, one of the health club things is, but I got one of those meal delivery service things where they send you the ingredients. I'm not going to call the na- say the name because they seem to sponsor every single podcast ever and it's like spam. <laughs> but, but I do have that now and okay. it has been genuinely great. So I'm actually cooking now. Awesome. Which is scary. Um, I got the gratitude journal from Kurtzgesagt and I have been filling that in twice a week and it's been a very interesting experience. And the final thing I want to focus on is promoting the work me and my friends do more um, because I think sometimes it's it's difficult to get started. And a lot of my friends are scared to get started with things because they're, I don't know, they're scared it would fail or look bad if no one pays attention to it. So I sort of want to help there where I can. Um, and something interesting that I got from the whole thinking about the year and what I want to achieve and that kind of thing is actually defined the list. So, you know, my list of order of things I want to spend my time on. Right. I actually defined the list for this year. And it is number one is programming. Number two is courses. And number three is read. Number four is promotion. Five is idea formulation, which is new. It's never been in the list. So I can lay around thinking about things I want to do. Number six is create video type content. So I might start doing YouTube or more Twitch streaming type things. Mm -hmm. And number seven is other. So anything else. (laughs) Um, So the most interesting thing here for me is code is number one and courses is number two, where last year reading was number one. And then it was courses and then it was code. So I'm, I'm back on focusing on programming first. However, I've gotten so much better in defining which things I want to work on and the scope of these things. And I think Todoist has been really great. So now whenever I get a cool idea for something to program, it goes in there first and it stays there for any amount of weeks before I start working on it. So that's like a good <laughs> trimming down the requirements. All right. So yeah, in a, in a, in a nutshell, that is the, the whole idea of the year of notice is noticing which things I work on, which things I want to work on, which things my friends work on, and also noticing everyday things in life. That's awesome. Yeah, I'm pretty, I'm pretty happy with it. It's going to be interesting. That's very cool. You, you made your theme uh, the year of observation. Uh, basically, <laughs> I took the, I, I've took the club even further. <laughs> no, that's really cool. No, it's, um, I'm impressed. That's very well 
laid out and I envy your clarity. <laughs> For once, I actually took time to think about it. And these things can happen. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, it's, it's amazing what, um, what you can do when you actually sit down and, and plan things. <laughs> Just think about stuff. To be fair, uh, last time you sent me that document that you filled in, and I did do that for two weeks, I think, before I started thinking about things on a document type level. And I have been doing the gratitude journal for about two weeks before I came down and, and finally decided on the, the year theme. Mm -hmm. So that has been helpful. But of course, we know I like things to be very basic in a way. Uh, simple. Yeah, simple. You like simple. <laughs> keep it simple. I'm a simple man. I wish I could keep things simple. That, that would have been, um, that would be amazing, actually. I wish I could. But my brain just wants to always overcomplicate everything. I should, uh, yeah, maybe I should change my theme. <laughs> the, the year of simple. The year of simplicity. Ooh, see, that actually sounds good. But I'm scared if I do that, I would just live in a box in the street for a year. Um, I have been, so I guess, you know what? And you know what? I'm thinking about this now. Um, I can have two themes. You can, that is part of the rules. You can have a main theme and you can have a, a sub theme, which is a, a undercurrent to, to your main theme. It, it doesn't come first, but it's the yeah, next thing yeah. you got to think about. So I think <laughs> I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to, as my second theme, I'm going to make it the, the year of simplicity. Ah. I do need to simplify things a bit. And to a degree, it is what I've kind of been doing. Um, yeah. I mean, that's part of thinking about all the systems, right? It's yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. So uh, is there anything else you want to, I don't want to no, jump onto no, my theme if you've got stuff you still want to say about your theme. You can definitely go. Uh, but well done, dude. Like really oh, well you. done. That's... Thanks for your help in helping me define and think about all these things. No, I think you did a great job. Like that's amazing. Um, I'm proud. I'm really proud. <laughs> oh, thanks. <laughs> um, yeah, so my year, my theme for this year is the... Um, the year of disposition. Ooh, cool name. Uh, yeah, so that it basically it's one theme for two areas that I'm tackling. Um, so if you look up the year, oh, sorry, if you look up the word disposition, the it has um, uh, the noun meaning, or it's got two two noun meanings, which is pretty much. Uh, so the one is a person's inherent qualities of mind and character. Mm -hmm. um, and the second one is uh, the way in which something is placed or arranged, especially in relation to other things. So this year, I'm thinking about my my mental disposition and character disposition, the person that I am becoming and want to be, and also my physical spaces. Um, where I get work done and how I get work done and how my my environments are set up for being productive. Um, and then the undercurrent for that is systems because putting systems in place is how you how you tweak and adjust your character is by habits and well habits which are just systems um, that you that you put in place. So right now, it's um it's the messy middle <laughs> all all changes hard at the start messy in the middle and uh beautiful at the end oh lovely yeah yeah so year of disposition for me is 
is basically rethinking my systems around my habits and uh, which affect me as a person and my character and then also my physical spaces um, and uh, productivity and not just my own disposition I guess also my family yeah because everything I've been so focused on on productivity and work and that I've haven't put good systems in place for family management mm. so a big focus for me for right now is also just thinking about better ways to manage schedules um also with our little one going on four now there's believe it or not like uh extra activities outside of school hours now there's oh yeah, yeah. birthday parties every second weekend there's so i mean schedules yeah that's it's not just two schedules now it's three <laughs> schedules now yeah. <laughs> getting much more involved yeah so i've been thinking ways thinking about ways to simplify um everything all of the systems um because my my wife's not very tech savvy i mean she knows a way around a laptop and a phone and but when she needs to make a grocery list her go-to is all still you know pen and paper on the kitchen counter so i'm thinking about how you know how do i make it easier for all of us without disrupting her um too much as well you know let her still do that but then take a photo and put it somewhere Mm. or if i i can come around and take the photo and put it somewhere where because a lot of time i'll i'll go to the shop and i was like oh now the list is the list is at, at home like how i don't know what to buy and now she's not at home i am there right now got the location reminder that you buy groceries because i passed the shop but now i don't have the list so what am i buying <laughs> so that kind of stuff you know it's it's stupid stuff but it makes a big difference um i went into so many rabbit holes doing research about this stuff <laughs> is that this project with the name i may or may not say um i haven't this uh, yeah man let's just say does it tie into that or is it a different part of it it does it does it does so so i've got one so basically the manifestation of the year of disposition is resulted in well a part of it resulted in a into uh project phoenix which is burn down all of the systems and uh, rise again from the ashes (laughs) (laughs) so i have i'm questioning everything i mean you know i've been using todoist for years and I'm basically at the point now where I'm I'm probably going to ditch it. Ooh. Yes, I've been <laughs> Yeah, I've been doing a lot of thinking. I'm <laughs> I'm burning down a lot and I'm starting over. <laughs> so I'm kind of task I'm not no I'm not task manager list right now. I'm personal task manager list at the moment. So I just I made a big decision this year if I want to manage my family as well, I can't have something that just um that i'm using on my own mm. um and to do it for many reasons um isn't working for my wife yeah it's that's fair. it's not a tool that she's going to use so that means i can't use to do it so i'm ditching to do it i'm pretty sure i'm ditching to do it but i'm still <laughs> on you guys you can know, i'm still on the Asterisk. fence because i'm <sighs> no it's just because i've 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 used it for so long you know it's like a second home yeah but the biggest reason for it is because um, on the work front, we've migrated to a tool called ClickUp. Okay. And now what I've also done is I've created a personal private project in ClickUp, which is the stuff that all of my side projects that I work on that my wife 
doesn't need any involvement in. Um, it's just easier because then it's usually a lot of that is either writing or development or something focused. So everything sits in there. That's work that I do at my tablet phone or pc okay yeah basically everything like that goes into ClickUp right now um i've decided that's that's the one decision that i have made now because we're for the foreseeable future we will be using ClickUp, and we have subscribed and we've you know that basically that's done we're all in on ClickUp. it's a really really good tool by the way not sponsored <laughs> <laughs> hashtag not sponsored but um yeah so that i'm i'm locked in there with my business partner and that's what we're going for. So I'm using that. Okay. Yeah. That left my personal stuff. So chores around the house, um, you know, that kind of stuff that left that stuff in limbo. It didn't belong in ClickUp for me. Like my mind, it felt like it, it doesn't belong there. It shouldn't go there because I feel like it's stuff my wife should be able to add to. Oh, I see. Yeah. Or also pick up if I'm not able to do it or you know those kind yeah. of things so i've looked at you get a bunch of these um family management apps you know like stuff like calru and picnic and family wall and famcal and, <laughs> and yeah terrible names but i mean <laughs> there's all those kind of apps most of them only have ios app for some reason and no android apps uh my wife's on android i'm on ios don't 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 ask why that's where it is <laughs> yeah it's fine and um i'm this it's just hard it's hard to find a nice app all i want all i want <laughs> all, all i want is a to-do list app with a really good calendar integration right that's it oh wow like nothing okay. nothing yeah, no, no, that, that's it that's such a low bar <laughs> well, with uh, okay okay what one more thing offline first okay like yeah. it has to yeah. i need to be able to be somewhere where there's terrible reception take a photo and upload it here onto and link it to a task or something and the whole app doesn't crash or hang or i can't link the photo like upload fails or like i just i just want easy data entry offline first and then when it eventually gets internet access it can sync yeah if there's a notes kind of thing attached to it that would be a really nice bonus but right now i'm happy to put that somewhere else like either a google doc or evernote or OneNote or something because that's not something my wife's going to use day to day the stuff that we need day to day is to-do list and calendar fair yeah and i'd like to have it in one app because because in game theory there's a thing called focal point uh, or shelling point and basically that is what is the go-to when you don't know where to go oh i see yeah if you want a good any collaboration system, any um, company wiki, any, you know, you need to have one thing that is the focal point. If someone has something in their mind and they need to go put it somewhere, there needs to be one central place that they know they can go to. And I need that one place. I need, I need one place. I can't have Google Calendar and Todoist. I, I can't have two separate things. It needs to be <laughs> yeah, yeah. one thing. So... I haven't found it yet. I was hoping it could be Coda, but Coda, Coda, no. You, your mobile app, it sucks, guys. It sucks. <laughs> you, haven't even, you haven't even tried offline mode. The other day I was on the tube and uh, you lose the internet and they just have a banner saying, 
no offline mode. It would be great. But in the meantime, <laughs> it's like, yeah, it would be great, wouldn't it? Yeah. Um, Notion has kind of offline mode, but it's not, not great. So Notion's out. So it only works if you've visited the page before. Oh, yeah. That's fine. Yeah. Um, obviously, I understand that. But um, but it oh, Notion's, Notion's not going to work. Uh, OneNote could work. It's just that one is not a good task manager at all. You can do checklists, but it's all over the place. Um, I looked at the API. I can consolidate it somewhere else with the API, oh, get right. all tasks, blah, blah, blah. So I was looking at that as I just, I need a central entry point. I don't necessarily need a central management point. I, I just need the central entry point. Um, and Evernote, uh, I'm not paying for Evernote, <laughs> so the device limits might be a problem. Unless I just decide I'm not using it on my iPad. I'm just using it on my PC and my phone. Mm. And also Evernote's not great with tasks either. I didn't even look at their API. I don't know how they manage tasks. Yeah, I'm also not sure. So, okay, the one thing that we did trial that worked very well until it didn't was Basecamp. Uh-huh. So Basecamp launched... They launched a free tier, now a personal tier, now not too long ago, which basically gives you three projects, uh, 20 collaborators, and I can't remember how much storage, one gig of storage or something like that, can't remember. But it's a decent free tier. Um, and also the way we were using it, we would only ever have one project. Oh, right, yeah. So I didn't really care about the three project limit. Um, so you'll see, I put a screenshot in the in the doc as well of how I set up the project. So I literally just called it household. And there's a message board. So the message board was cool because you can create a thing. Um, you can have categories. So you can create a post there. It's like a forum kind of. Okay. So you can create a thread. And you can give it a, a category like pitch or announcement or heartbeat or whatever. But you can customize those as well, whatever. So I, I like the one pitch because like, for instance, my wife wants to take her order to Disney on Ice this year. So that was a pitch that she created. And then inside of that pitch, I created um, things for like a heading for outcome, uh, purpose and obstacles and how we overcome the obstacles. Yeah, because each one of those things like it's schedules. Because if we want to um, bring other people along, like okay, we need to align schedules. We need to figure out um, if they're available. There's also this costs involved. Like, what's the pricing? Um, it's not in the budget, so how are we budgeting for it? Yeah. So all that stuff is literally just listing out the obstacles and how we're going to overcome them. What's the plan? That's cool. Yeah. So I want to be more intentional about that kind of stuff. Yeah. And also the purpose ties back to. It actually ties back to gratitude in in a way because uh, the purpose of it is to for that specific one for the Disney on Ice is actually to treat our daughter to something really nice because she's just been amazing um, <laughs> the Aww. last year like really she's uh, I don't even I don't even have words it's just yeah we just want to really show her some like we appreciate everything that she's doing and yeah. trying hard and just being an amazing daughter and we want to treat her to something really cool and she's also at the age where she can really appreciate something like that so yeah and uh there's also then the to-do section um to do's you can only have one level of to, you can't have um subtasks 
which oh, was okay. strange. Yeah. But you can have lists. Mm, okay. So we used we used that. I, I wasn't happy with the to-dos, but it was simple and it was easy and it's fine. Okay. I was like, oh, cool. Yeah, okay. Yeah. It had a docs and files section, which is cool. It's nice. I can link Google Sheet stuff. That was the other reason I was not concerned about the, the drive, sorry, the storage limit or whatever on the free tier because we just use Google Docs, which takes up no space. You just link to it. Okay. Um, so I linked up important documentation, um, you know, will and all that kind of stuff. Hmm. Finances, so our, our budgeting spreadsheet um, and the Coda doc that we use for um, capturing receipts and that kind of stuff. We yeah. just linked all that stuff there. Uh, the campfire was just a chat thing that we'd never used really. Um, there's a shared calendar. Uh, it has a really cool feature for check-ins. So you can do questions that you can set on a schedule to ask to everyone in the project. Ah, nice. You can ask like like gratitude questions, like yeah. uh, what are you grateful for? And you can literally automate that to ask everyone in the project, like what, what are you grateful for today? And then have collect those answers. Um, I had a bunch of other ideas anyway, but I parked down, I made notes. That's, that's something to discuss in the future anyway. Um, I haven't quite thought, I haven't actually enabled that yet because I was thinking I'm not going to overwhelm my wife. <laughs> right <laughs> yeah, the bat. Let's, let's start slow. So literally we just use the message board to do the files and the calendar. Like that's, that's, that's kind of, that was already more than I wanted. Um, the problem is the app sucks. Oh, like I was in this shop, I was doing research for on pricing for we want to buy an exercise bike. Um, so I was checking out prices and I literally just, just wanted to take photos and attach it to that topic on the message board. Yeah. And it was timing out and it uploaded the images like double uploaded it. And it was like, just, it was just, it was terrible. It was so, so terrible. And I was like, oh, this is frustrating me. <laughs> if it's frustrating me, my wife would have thrown a phone against the wall <laughs> five minutes ago. Yeah. This is not going to work. I really, really wanted this to work, but it was so, it's so, it's so close. So damn close. So close. <sighs> so where does that leave you? Anything else? Or It leaves me base campless, <laughs> but, but I haven't given up yet. Okay. Have not given up yet. I've researched a bunch of other stuff, and it brings me to the next thing, which uh, I want to pick your brain on. Oh, good. Okay. So it brings me to Telegram. Yeah. Nice. So you have a Telegram bot, right? I do. Yes, I do. Jarvis. Yes. He's still around. So how does Telegram bots handle not being connected to the internet? Can you pull stuff to be triggered at a later stage if there's no connection? So uh, the bot will need to be connected all the time because it lives server side. So that, yes, that I understand. But you talking to the bot, can you send it something, but it will be processed later Yes. when the message goes through? Yes, it should be. It's, it's, imagine just WhatsApp, it's the same thing. So it'll just keep trying to send it until your internet works and then it will go through and then the bot will receive it like a message. And then you can do whatever processing you programmed it to do. So what if what you send it um, gives you a response, which you need to respond to again, but now you sent another message. Mm, oh, I see. Yeah. Like a flow thing. Yeah. I don't know about that. I haven't really built any of that kind of things into mine, but I would assume you can send some sort of a identifier with. So you can do links where you can click on stuff to reply and then it auto 
or to fills in whatever text needs to be there. Yeah. So you can give it some sort of a ID or something to carry on the thread. There is also threads that it can do, but I haven't gotten into threads at all. So okay, but you can give it two commands in a row and I'll just execute the two commands yeah. in a row, right? Yeah, definitely. Okay. I think this might be it then. I might have to build a telegram bot <laughs> for our <Yeah>. family management. <laughs> I mean, that would be a really cool thing to do. Yeah, I think because th the other bonus that I get for free is um, I speak to no one else on telegram. I know it's great. Like I don't use telegram. I don't use telegram for anything else. Yeah. So, which means I can actually enable notifications on my telegram. Exactly. Yeah. It's, it's, way up high in my priority things it gets notifications it makes a sound which is really great if you yeah. want something to annoy you all the time yes but also i don't want my friends to find out i'm using telegram so if they're listening i definitely don't use telegram <laughs> don't ever message me on there i will block you <laughs> you will personal. get muted <laughs> um no because th that's that's another thing i was struggling with is so i mute my whatsapp yeah um i don't get any whatsapp notification which includes my wife yeah unfortunately there's no tears to that kind of thing yeah so what but the the other thing i'll get for free is is i can have i can tell my wife we're no longer speaking on whatsapp we're speaking on telegram now and i can actually have those notifications come through so i can actually get messages from my wife during the day which i haven't been able to get i'll see them whenever i see them mm. Okay, cool. So Telegram it is then. I'm going to have to build a bot. I'm going to have to build a bot. Uh, that's hard. I did want to move mine to uh, Azure Functions hosting because at the moment it's a .NET Core app and it's quite slow and annoying to update it because mm. I haven't dockerized it or done anything cool to auto CICD it. I did, I've been meaning to update it for a while so it doesn't annoy me with reading things on the weekend, but I haven't gotten around to do that yet. It's it's on the list. <laughs> yeah, that's actually interesting. I'm. I was thinking. I was also thinking of doing it as a as a function. I'm sure it's possible. It makes sense to build the whole thing as a function. I'm actually thinking of building. I mean, it could even. It's probably going to be a bunch of functions, really. Yeah, that's what I was just thinking. Of. It'll be a bunch of functions, which is actually pretty cool because yeah. if it's separate functions, each one of those functions could be triggered from other places as well. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um. So you'll have one bot function and then a bunch of function functions <laughs> fun. executive executive functions i guess yeah i think that is my solution thanks for thanks for uh being a soundboard for that but then i'm building uh my version of jarvis pretty soon then nice that's cool and it'll be uh it'll be a family manager yeah i don't know yeah so i mean that's one small part of project phoenix i think i don't think i want to talk about everything but the rest i mean i can I can do like a quick high level. So just rapid fire, kind of go through the other stuff. Um, I'm relooking my assistants. So I've got Alexa, Siri, and then there's Gladys Assistant, um, which is an open source one. Um, so you, you can host it yourself, but they've also got a hosted version that you can pay for, but I'll probably just host it myself on a Raspberry Pi. Um, I still want to do that uh, display as well. Oh, right. The magic display thing? Yeah, so I still have a, I've got a salvaged laptop screen and a display controller that I bought from, on eBay from China <laughs> <laughs> that I want to turn into like a little display that I mount on my wall um, that actually, it's supposed to show our, um, 
our minimalist dashboard. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> One day. Someday. Um, but yeah, I haven't had time to work on that dashboard for a very long time. Same. Um, okay, so the other areas that I'm burning down and starting from scratch, uh, finances, email, moving along swiftly, <laughs> calendars, task management, uh, capturing, just capturing in general, like where like this is like um, capturing from the web, capturing from our phone, capturing um, notebook, writing stuff down, you know, like any type of data capture. Um, processing of that capture data, uh, time tracking devices, uh, physical environments, rituals, morning and evening, and then my knowledge management. That is a House of Daniel rebuild, really. <laughs> I am really looking everything. Yeah, I, to the point where I'm actually rethinking time tracking as well, like oh, in yeah. terms of I might, because it's so ingrained yeah. right now, the 24 7 time tracking, that like, should I even still be doing it? Well, what are the benefits? Um, I might actually take a break from time tracking Ooh, for a while weird. just to see, just to experiment, you know, because at, it's at that point now where uh, I have anxiety about having gaps in my data. Oh, of course. Yeah. It's such a long streak of good data. You don't want to. Yeah. It's, it's a, it's a going on three years now of nonstop everything tracked yeah, that is incredible i guess to a point where it's unhealthy <laughs> <laughs> potentially yeah potentially where you know it's it's this thing that's always in the back of my mind always on i need to assess whether it has a negative impact on my mental health that's fair yeah i did i did the same similar uh, relatively recently where i thought about which things i'm tracking and i essentially detagged a lot of things for tracking i need to think about my time tracking um we'll we'll see how it goes um right now i am still tracking 24 7 um obviously my work stuff i'll always yeah, be tracking um because that's literally money yeah of course. <laughs> um the other stuff i need to i need to start assessing um whether it's whether it's uh it's good for me <laughs> or not uh, and the only way that I'll know is if I take a break from it. I'm gonna, and I'm gonna have to probably take a pretty long break from it because I've been doing it so long. Gonna have to proper unlearn it, and then if you decide to go back, it's gonna be a whole new thing. Mm. But that also might be good. Like maybe you decide to super streamline or or something. I don't know. That's that's what I. I'm yeah. I might actually. What I might do is. <sighs> Oh, I, I don't. <laughs> I'm sweating. Like I'm, I'm breaking out a cold sweat before I mean, I'm <laughs> thinking of this. But I'm, I might nuke all of my time tracking data. Don't do that. Definitely don't do that. No, 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 no. All of the, no, all of the yeah, personal, don't do it. everything. Don't do it. No, don't do it. <laughs> it's a data gold mine. Just leave it. <sighs> Export it. Put it somewhere. Make sure. Yeah. The thing is, yeah, because it's it's blocking me from setting up my buckets the way i want oh, to yeah. because every time i want to adjust i keep thinking about all of the legacy data i need to i need to migrate maybe maybe create a new account a fresh account and then use that for a bit i'll figure something out i'll i'll figure some 
yeah i'll i'll back i'll back up everything and then but then i'm gonna nuke everything except my work stuff and then i'm gonna start from scratch with my buckets because my buckets also with my tracking buckets or categories it's just they don't make sense anymore all over the place no no okay okay so is that's that's the high level project phoenix Yes, that's high level project for you. Yeah, so right now, <laughs> so as you Back as you track. can hear, right right now, um, family management is kind of high on my priority list because it's my immediate pain yes, point that yes. I want to fix. Because um, schedules are whack, my work is um, pretty hectic, um, and we only have the one car, so um, social schedules interrupting work schedules and car needing to be two places at once is not working yeah so i need to it's both it's both a personal and a work problem <laughs> that i need to fix <laughs> okay good luck um it's gonna be interesting for sure yeah um anything else is that health club health club quick health club yes you go first <laughs> um i'm cooking now which is great um which means i also have an excuse to eat at a set time. So intermittent fasting is back. I've been running a lot. I've been swimming a lot. It's going really great. Half club. Nice. That's pretty cool. Um, swimming. Hmm. Mm. I've got a lagoon on my front porch. <laughs> I should maybe consider swimming in it. So, I, I, yeah, for some reason, I keep thinking... Swimming's not an option because our gym doesn't have a pool. <laughs> but, but there's also nature. <laughs> but I literally just thought about, hey, it's like an, an entire lagoon that I can swim in. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, health club right now is still running, still going strong. Um, I'm still making food, enjoying it. Um, we don't have fancy food delivery services here in South Africa. We do, but not where I live. Um, the running's still going okay-ish, although I finally bit the bullet and I went to a chiropractor oh. to get my uh, my stuff checked out. So it turns out I have, um, and I should have put this down because I can never remember the name, but <laughs> my hip problem, my hip problems are not hip problems. Uh, my hip problems is, uh, I have sciatica. Don't know what it is, but sounds scary. It's when, um, your sciatic nerve gets pinched because something is not in alignment. So my running, because because I'm going to the Cairo now and doing that stuff now, the pain is back again a bit. All oh, right, yeah. So health club is is not as great as it was, but I'll get there again. Um, yeah, I'm uh, I'm just glad that uh, I'm seeing someone now um, that can help me with the problem and help me fix it. Yeah, that's good. So we'll see how it goes. Good luck. I'm hope Thanks, it goes man. well. Hope the pain uh, goes away quick. As always, I don't have anything for Observation Club, so uh, <laughs> floor is all yours. That is tradition. I do actually have something for Observation Club, uh, but it's also very meta because I got it while thinking about Observation Club. Ah. So my observation is don't assume what you will remember because you will always forget important details. And it's to do with when 
when I'm with people or in meetings or whatever, and I want to make a quick note about something I've observed. So I pull up my notebook or it might be on the table or whatever, and then I write down something. But it's always, I try and write down as little as possible to not get fully pulled out from the actual moment of where I was in, right? Mm -hmm. So I was like, I'm just going to write down these three scribbles because I know it'll, it's about that, right? Mm -hmm. And then every single time when I go back to it, I'm like, what the hell did I write here? and Why? <laughs> So I've got a couple of notes with big question marks now going, what? <laughs> so now I'm, I'm making a point of writing more information down. It's annoying, but got to do it. That is interesting. And it's very true. I find, I find that happening with me a lot. So annoying. We always think our brains will be great. And then they go, uh, no. I forgot there was a shiny thing. No, no. Brains are terrible blobs of terribleness. <laughs>